You are listening to Saturdays with the Story Dude, a bi-weekly podcast about the world of screenwriting and screenwriters and anything to do with the film and television business. I'm your host, Jared Dean Winchester, and interestingly enough, I have watched the concept of TV show crossovers with four different TV shows. Now, even though these TV shows come from different worlds, and even though these TV shows are from characters from the same creator, DC Comics, and when I say creator, I'm talking about the people who have bought the rights from the original creators of these characters belonging to DC Comics. That's who I'm referring to. Now, even though the characters belong to DC, even though those characters belong to a different world, have a different world, they have crossed over within their worlds, and it's worked out pretty well, I would say. Now, the four TV shows that I'm talking about, Supergirl, The Flash, Arrow, and DC Legends of Tomorrow. Now, there were three occasions when these four TV shows crossed over. The first one was Elseworlds. The second was Crisis on Earth X. And the third and recent and the final one was Crisis on Infinite Earths. Which one is my favorite? I'm going to let you know this. It was actually... Elseworlds, and Crisis on Infinite Earths. Those two are my favorite among the three. Now, in Elseworlds, it was all about these characters coming together, and interestingly enough, the antagonist was actually somebody called The Monitor. Not exactly sure why they couldn't come up with a better name for this character, but The Monitor, who is practically a god, gives someone with mental issues a book wherein if this person can look at the book, everything would change. The world would change according to what that person looking at that book is thinking about. So what happened was on three separate occasions, things changed. And the premise was actually like this. What would you do if your world was upside down or if your world changed? Then what you know it to be, then Elseworlds is one of those crossovers that explores 
this concept. Now, it got to a point where this mentally challenged or mentally ill person who used the book to change the world as he saw fit, there came a point where he turned himself into dark Superman. And our Superman and our Supergirl had to fight him and had to put things right. And this was his downfall. Now, in Crisis on Infinite Earths, it was all about the anti-monitor. Now, in Elseworlds, we introduced the monitor. Supposedly, he's the good guy. And he was actually doing some testing of the superheroes to gear up to fight this anti-monitor. Now, if you hadn't picked up on this, you definitely should do that. And what really happened was in Elseworlds, Oliver cuts a deal with the monitor. And the monitor tells him that something was going to happen to him. Now, comes Crisis on Infinite Earths. Now, the anti-monitor is the complete opposite of the monitor because the anti-monitor goes on a destroying rampage or rather a, a destroying spree, as I should call it, because he goes around even though he's invisible for the most part, he goes around destroying Earths, parallel Earths. And the superheroes here, again from all four TV shows, are on a race against the clock to stop him from destroying Earth Prime. Their Earth. But then there's chaos. There's then all this lost moment because that world's gone. But somehow the pariah who the anti monitor chooses as a witness to his destruction of everything makes a decision, a split-second decision, to send these paragons, as the monitor describes it as, to a place where the anti-monitor can't touch them. It's called outside the vanity point, vanishing point. So the pariah puts them there, until the heroes figure out on how to stop the anti-monitor, but it comes at a great cost. But one of the cool things was Smallville, the TV show, 
was featured as Earth-167. Now, what I found interesting and disgusting at the same time was in Earth-167, the Smallville version, our Superman actually gave up his powers while still living on the can farm and being married to Lois. Now, two questions I must ask. Now, I probably will be asking this when I meet Tom Welling about this. I will be asking him what caused Clark to give up his powers. I mean, after all those trials that Jorel put him through, either one of two things should have happened. Either Lois had to convince him to give up his powers, or something would have happened in that world that caused him to give up his powers. So those are my questions. And like I said, there was a disgusting part to this, is the fact that they chose John Cryer, the guy from Two and a Half Men, to play Lex Luthor. I'm sorry to say, but he did not do a great job of playing Lex Luthor. It is not my biased opinion. It is my objective opinion. After watching every single actor who played Lex Luthor this far, I can conclude that John Cryer's portrayal of Lex Luthor was the worst. Now, I'm going to briefly touch on Crisis on Earth X. Now, the premise here is the Nazis didn't lose World War II. The superheroes were caught and jailed in this world. And it was interesting for our heroes to see how they got out of that, how they dealt with that. Now, let's cut to a break, and I'm going to tell you about a couple of TV shows that should have crossed over, but haven't. They had the potential to cross over, but they haven't. And that'll be after the break. Learn the craft of screenwriting with the guys at ScreenwritingU.com. They have free classes for you to test the waters. And then they have the Pro Series courses, which are the flagship of the Screenwriting U courses. The owner and founder is actually an expert in the industry. And you get to learn not only the craft of screenwriting, but also the business of screenwriting. So what are you waiting for? Inquire today at ScreenwritingU.com. That's screenwriting you with a capital U dot com. 
This podcast is brought to you by Spring Wales Productions, where your journey begins. Welcome back. So before the break, I was discussing about crossovers and the four TV shows that have managed to crossover for three times and every single time it worked. Well, almost. Except for one minor imperfection, which I have explained, which was about the guy who played Lex Luthor. Now, moving on, on the flip side, rather the plus side, I should say, there are a couple of TV shows that should have crossed over, but haven't. I saw the potential because of the similarities within the characters. Now, the main characters in The Shadowhunters, which, by the way, first was a movie. It got turned into a TV show, which was playing on ABC for a while until Netflix picked it up. You can find this in Netflix. All you have to do is search Shadowhunters, the Mortal Instruments, in Netflix itself. Now, Shadowhunters is one of those shows where it includes angels, demons, Werewolves, lamps, and of course, we had Lucifer, who was absent, but there was mention of him, Asmodeus, Lilith, and of course, we had Michael, the Archangel, along with a few other Archangels being mentioned. Step over to the Extremely popular show, Supernatural, which had the same lot of characters, but the difference is this show was about hunters, about two brothers who are hunters, and we had an archangel working with them named Castiel, who was missing in Shadowhunters. Now, I saw the potential for these two shows to cross over because not only for the similarities in the characters, but I saw the potential of what the brothers can do in that world. And because Lucifer, quite frankly, in Supernatural, has a son, Jack, that the brothers, the Winchester brothers, were taken care of, or have adopted into the family, so to speak. It would be interesting to see him join the Shadowhunters Club or the Shadowhunters Clan or the organization because in both shows, for the Hunters in Supernatural, 
there was an organization called the Men of Letters, the British Men of Letters. But in Shadowhunters, there was an organization called the Clave. So there's a couple of similarities there for you. But also, the Shadowhunters themselves, they are huntings, they are hunters, but there are Nephilims. Meaning, half angel, half human. Now, these Nephilims, and because Jack, Lucifer's son, is also a Nephilim, it would be interesting to see him join the Shadowhunters. And of course we had Jace and Clarissa, how they would handle the Winchesters. Or even if one of the Winchesters could make a pass at Clary. And how Jace would take it. This is Jace from Shadowhunters. Now, why they did not cross over is beyond me. But if they do, now, I would love to see that. Because even though both shows have ended in a graceful way, I would have loved to see them cross over and do something interesting with those two worlds. Now, what I'm going to do here is when Supernatural ended with the two brothers, obviously we know what happens to them. One of them does end up leaving, leading a full life and then joining the other in in heaven and finding out all about the changes, how heaven had changed since God left. And oh yes, the one thing that was different, we had the darkness and God introduced in season 11 of Supernatural. Now, I will say this, I've come across quite some interesting conversations or some interesting topics online on discussion forums about the premise of what would happen or what would have been if you were to have a conversation with God or if you had a conversation with the devil. Now, this is where the non-believers stepped up and asked all these questions. Valid questions, but there were questions nonetheless that God could answer honestly and truthfully. So yeah, I would have loved to seen Supernatural and Shadowhunters join forces, not only because the names start with the same letter, but this is actually after seeing the superhero crossovers. They've done so well, both in ratings 
and in the excitement department, I would have loved to seen these two shows crossover and make something interesting for the characters and see something interesting done by the characters, see what storylines or plot lines came out of it. So with that being said, thank you for listening. I've been your host, Jared Dean Winchester. This is Saturdays with the Story Dude. It is a bi-weekly show. And until I see you again, do not forget to turn that page.